0: Woke up in a lucid dream.
1: Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no
2: bugs.
3: What's up everybody? This is Pedro the g m and creator of Worldwalkers. in our last episode, Ertelby revealed a part of her past and reached out to the doppelgangers of Koznik to help find her son. Now the group must wait for word from their new allies all the while knowing that one way or another their time in the travel city of Koznik is coming to an end.
4: as soon as the group has this first leaving us all there um of, i mean Vasov of course, offer her elbow to help Ertelby get off the table. Oh, thank you and then um she would quite seriously look to the group and say what do you think we should do now
2: um so what are we
5: just
3: waiting now for the doppelgangers to come back and Claiborne says i think that's like, that seems like the best thing they can go where we can't
1: bethe stone i uh, did you and Clayborne, at any point in your adventure, bring up the fact that she has a magical sleeping stone that makes the nightmares not come.
3: <sighs> she kind of looks a little uncomfortable about that again. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: You know the magical sleeping sleeping stone that makes you not have dreams? Yes. Uh, in fact,
5: and Brummelstone would pull up a necklace that has the exact same stone. Whoa. I might, oh. I might have another one. I think it keeps the nightmares away. This is useful. I think as lucid dreamers, we're okay. But Vasa code. would
4: say, "Did you get enough for the rest of us?" <laughs> <laughs>
5: Did you get me one, Brummelstone?
4: Come on, would, man! Yeah, he would,
5: he would throw it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I forgive you. Kind yeah. of look at it like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have great wealth. And uh, they did not barter in stories of Oberos. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Where did you find such a necklace? Another one.
5: Uh, it was in a shop of magic, which I would not recommend you go to. For sleight of hand does not work.
3: <laughs> oh. well, Claiborne's like, well, that's kind of presumptuous. <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 for most, of them would think back to the mayor's handbook that he that <laughs> gave him. Her, Him as a gift years ago.
4: (laughs) Vasa just looks innocent, like, I don't know what he's talking about. But, um, Vasa would quite seriously, she would nod at and she says, Both Grandmother and I have dreamt of the looming nightmares. We fear that our time is running out before they strike us during the day. I
5: think the shards, yeah, bring them. The problem is not us so much, because they all will come to our world, it seems. Uh, I think it's any compatriots we have. That
3: are not protected by the stone. Yeah, the, um... The nomad, the the shopkeep, he had mentioned something about the idea that they... <laughs> they... <laughs> they tear apart your dreamscape looking for you and murder you and t- take your life in that way.
4: How do we counter these effects?
3: And she looks at Bremelstone, she's like, Bremelstone seems to think that maybe you guys, uh... Have one up on that? Is that right? I think
5: by being lucid dreamers, we pull them into our world. Which is how which is why they come out and attack us while we sleep. They show up while we sleep. And then since we have control of our dreams, the nightmares the way the nomad described it was a nightmare to take over the dreams and just essentially kill people that way. But I think we're able to revert them, so
4: But is there a way to stop them from appearing at all? Can that necklace of yours stop them from even appearing?
5: Yeah, it stops you from dreaming. Um, But it only affects that who's wearing it. Can we make a really long chain and just tie all our necks around (laughs) the necklace? Uh, I don't think it works that way. Mm. (laughs) I think it's more with the little stone attached than necessarily the necklace function. So Can we just like all... Hold it at the same time. <laughs> like like the, a like
1: a like a huge
4: like chain
5: a, right
1: yeah. no, um So so could we not at this point in time, if we are just chilling at the moment, uh all take a series of of rests, trading off the use of the necklace so that we get enough sleep, but at the same time don't have dreams that could potentially bring monsters
3: to well, us. The math would work out in that regard. I mean, you're talking eight hours to get a long rest times five.
4: Well, Roberto and Tin don't need to sleep. They won't. They won't need the necklaces. We can have two people Unless sleep. Unless they any want given spells time. back. I'm all out of spells. I'm going to take a nap,
1: please. You guys can go have an adventure. I think I might take a nap now.
4: Well, we should uh, we should all just go back in the room and stop talking in the hallway. Yeah.
5: So if Earlby goes to sleep, maybe we give the necklace to her first. My concern is or thought is, like, getting a message or figuring out where Tomkins is. Because I think he's going to be the key to more shards.
3: Yeah, you guys were kind of like, what, four days away when you sent the raven?
4: Um, we kind of sent it. No,
3: two days. Like, two
4: days. Two uh, days. Under two days through yeah. the travel. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So it was a. Yeah, it was roughly that time period. Then you traveled for four days through the mountains. Yeah, I mean that bird's got quite a journey. Like, <laughs> like whether or not that bird can fly as fast as an airship for as long. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, it's a magical familiar.
3: <laughs> Only in, in the fact too. that it uh, it's it's celestial. It doesn't have any actual magical powers
5: yeah god damn it can we still contact <laughs> with the the pilot of the ship
4: the oh gideon he left
5: gideon left okay
4: didn't he
3: mm-hmm. no,
1: yeah to bad. deliver that obviously gonna kill us package yeah
3: and as you guys are talking um it's been a little while i would say like probably like a half hour hour or so right
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: of you guys
3: talking kind of theory cracking and sure. stuff and as you guys say that um one of the da- doppelgangers runs in she's um she looks like a very um happy uh stay at home mother um with an apron on and um <laughs> oh
5: she's
3: like a she like first yeah which means she has a whole different life
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: and <my> she God. <laughs> yeah and she runs in and she's like I think we have something.
5: <gasps> what? Wake up, Grandma. Time to go. <laughs> what? What?
3: <laughs> but she's staying back. Like she- She's a respectable distance away from Ertleby. She's waiting for Ertleby to kind of oh, get her bearings.
1: I'm groggy. She's like rubbing her eyes
3: and like
1: wiping some drool. She and offers to like- help
3: you up if you let her.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, thank you. The floor thank looks you, uncomfortable. Friend. That's left on worse.
3: <laughs> she looks sad about that. Um but she helps you up and um she says, So your son Torrance was spotted um at the port.
1: How recently?
3: Uh it was earlier this morning. Uh he was involved with some sort of problem regarding uh an airship.
1: Was it the airship of Captain Gideon?
3: Ah, uh, the yeah, the Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he what? stealing
1: the obviously? Oh, Gideon. Oh, Torrance. Was he stealing That's the, the obviously going to kill somebody box that was on that ship? That I don't know. I provide security for
3: <laughs> my ability to um, get close enough to the action. Um, I don't have uh, anything in my toolkit to navigate in there. No, I... Thank
1: you so much. You you've been so helpful already.
4: When you say he was involved, do you mean that you saw him in a fight? He was being arrested. What in what capacity was he? What we being what seen? I had
3: heard when I was talking to my my sewing circle is that he essentially was caught trying to uh, steal something. Or do something on the Falcon, and then um, the the uh, Brotherhood of Iron was involved, trying to capture him. It sounds like he got away. Damn
5: it! He's in the cellar, isn't he?
4: No, he's don't... not in the cellar. He'd be safer if he was in the cellar. I don't know.
1: But Pedro, just for me. This is happening. This is what he did to get in trouble or this is something he's done since he got in trouble.
3: No, it's what he did to get in trouble it seems That's like. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 That yeah. boy.
4: Well your your son is as as adept as getting away from trouble as he is getting into it, grandmother.
1: Yes, it is comforting to know that he's on the run. Uh also Annoying because if we'd just hung around Captain Gideon a little longer instead of waiting in line for tickets, <laughs> we'd probably have seen him.
5: <laughs> I feel like this is where Clayborne would have like tapped
3: over on him and like told you never wait in line. She, yeah, that's actually. That, you're, you're playing a very nine actually. She uh, she does lean over and she's like, "What I tell you?"
1: <laughs> and that's why you never wait in line.
3: No, you never (laughs) wait in line in Cosmic, she says.
1: Well, thank you, dearie. This doesn't solve the problem of me making sure he's alive now, but it definitely gives me context for understanding why some people wanted him not alive.
3: Right, right. So, basically, um, I should also tell you that everything that my friends told me, my girls, is that... um, the captain is looking for him too. Like the crew of the of the Falcon hasn't left; they're oh, scouring the city for him. They're they're furious. We should oh. probably get in touch with Captain
5: Gideon because he's you know he's one he's our boy, the good guy. I mean, we did save his airship, so
0: how long would it take to get from here to the ships where the ships are?
3: Do you mean in terms of distance or in terms of lines?
0: In terms of time?
3: <laughs> if you could walk without having to get into lines, I mean, it's it's not that far. Why would we need to get into a line? To get back if into the, the port area? Oh my god, there's a line oh. up in the port area. Remember? Over yeah.
5: Claiborne and be like, can we get through the port area faster?
3: Getting in is a lot harder than getting out. Like, we were, and she's like, you guys waited in the lines, didn't you?
2: Oh my god. Yes.
3: Can we send Ertle, Ertle Mouse, into the port?
1: mice sweet I mean... no-lines. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> well, get, we need to get a message to... Goodbye.
4: Yeah, we do. We do. we do need to get a message to Captain <laughs> to Gideon, Gideon if he yeah. is behind uh, the hunt for Torrance.
1: Uh, be hearing this, would straighten out her, her shawl. Um, turn to the group and say... I'll, I'll get the message. I'll get the message. I'll get the message that... Um, wait, I'm not doing Ertlby voice. Hang on. Who is <laughs> this? <laughs> Who's this Who stranger? Saying Bullganger message. Which is like a combination of message <laughs> and missive. Um, I'll talk to Gideon. We're good friends. He likes me. Uh, I pretended to be dead to him once. And... If I see Torrance, I will make sure he returns that thing he stole. And she would turn into a rodent at this.
0: Well, wait. Wait, wait, wait. But, um, Tin... Uh, but, uh... But, uh... I have an idea. That Tin has a lot of... Worries that... Of Erdl be going even in mouse form by herself.
5: It's a, Those are
0: she found it i would say, i would say that since erly has the ability to cast a stealth spell that lasts for an hour <laughs>
2: um
0: that perhaps if not all of us at least one of us and tin would probably be insistent that she go um because she can at least
4: potentially try to force her way through lines if things get rough um, but if it was stealth, yeah. Vasa would be the best pick because Vasa can sneak the most, even without the spell, even without the stealth of uh, spells. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Tin would just
0: kind of motion to Brummelstone and say, you know, based on what you've been through and the scars that you have to show for it, none of us should be traveling by ourselves, even in stealth. Uh, in the case something terrible should happen,
3: Wesley, do you want to tell them how the fight went?
4: Is it just gonna to Claiborne save your ass? Like you just got knocked out in the first round, and Claiborne killed everything?
5: <laughs> I will give you. I'll give you a brief summation of how Brummelstone <laughs> saw the fight go down. We <laughs> are hanging out the, just because, and this is we can all start walking and using the shadow spell.
4: And
2: yeah, yeah. Well, 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 so well,
1: we, we, haven't, we haven't or,
4: decided to go. Uh,
1: oh, but well, oh. we, I think if we should definitely Earleby should not go alone for all the reasons Tin said, and <laughs> the fact that uh, if we don't have Quinn or somebody with us. Then we can't likely get back to this doppelganger place because um, I don't know oh, the secret no.
4: passcode. Can we? It's not. It's not a passcode. It's just like a rock or a It's that you yeah. Push.
3: It's just knowing how yeah. to push. Okay. Oh,
4: yeah. Okay. Well,
3: right. Vasa. I assume you've been kind of watching him every time.
1: Yeah, Vasa yeah, would she be tracking. Sort of <laughs> yeah,
3: right, cool. you. You. You got a good feeling about it.
1: Point retracted. Then, who wants to come on the adventure? <laughs>
4: Tin's gonna go. possible will go. Bromelstone, you should definitely stay back because of what you've been through. And Robordo, I think you would like time with your brother? Hmm. Nah, I don't mm. think that's happening. The larger mm. the group we have, the more we risk of being caught.
5: I'll stay. Uh, being jumped by nine guys, it helps if you have even numbers.
4: Exactly how did the fight go down, Master <laughs> Dwarf?
5: Well, you only know if you let me go, so... <laughs> Bromelstone is throwing on his cloak. going, We're wasting time talking.
4: <laughs> Wrap your feet, Master Dwarf.
5: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a city, right? It's easier. As long as there's no bad architecture for me to complain about, I think it'll be
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, you ready to go then?
4: Uh, Vasa would also take a moment. She She's unhappy about the entire group going, but she draws in her breath to give an inspirational speech, which we all know now gives eight health instead of four health. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, it would just be along the lines of, you know, uh, never, like I thought the odds before were high, but never have they been stacked against us quite like this. But we are resourceful. We are friends, even family, and we will get through this and then everybody add plus
3: eight. Yay! Does, does Claiborne mm-hmm. add plus eight from that speech?
4: Yes, yeah, she does. Fasa would have nodded towards Claiborne as well.
3: She kind of doesn't think about it, but she leans a little closer to Brummelstone and happiness when uh, you say that. Ugh.
4: Ew. <laughs> Ew. Organic emotion. always
5: like <laughs> They're all like, like in, you from half the group.
3: Humanoids on your fluids. Uh,
0: I don't know if you, you heard about us, but
3: I didn't say anything.
0: <laughs>
5: <Yeah. laughs> oh yeah, Tim got. If and you told
0: Bumblestone re- that he would
5: take out a pouch and give you a pouch of hundred.
4: That's probably not wise because are you counting it again. out
3: or I, are you giving a pouch? Um, I'm There's it a out. difference.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So it is 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 Gremlestone giving tin any gold? Um, don't ruin this for me, Vasa! <laughs>
5: <laughs> he would do it He would do it slightly afterwards.
4: <laughs> no, okay. you're going to have to roll to see if you get to pass Vasa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know I can't believe roll? you're
4: doing this!
2: <laughs> get,
5: yeah, so he would... I don't know. I mean, I guess it would all how it would shake out. If it's like while we're traveling through the streets. No, but he's but he would probably be like, "I'll cover you later," and then Vasa would obviously see that.
0: So, all right, Tin would pass him the single copper
4: that she picked up <laughs>
0: after she was robbed.
4: <laughs> Wait, so right. did did give Megan uh, a tin gold? Yes. Yeah. Um, if if that was done very openly, and Vasa saw that, she would instantly almost have, like, six cents about how much gold was in there, and she'd be like, where did you get that gold?
3: <laughs> and Claiborne's like, um, the, uh, the syndicate paid us for their troubles.
4: And Bassa <laughs> would kind of stare at her, like, like very silent and very shrewd-eyed. And then she would look at Bromstone, too, fixing her m- with the laser sort of, kind of, almost maternal sort of, I'm um, waiting, eye.
5: I believe she answered your question. Are you not happy how, with your daggers? How pretty. much...
4: How, how much... How much did they pay you for your troubles?
5: Let's just say it was a good job.
3: Hey, and Claiborne, Claiborne does the wrong thing here. She's like, um, it's too much to count. We just haven't had time.
4: to uh, lifts her hands to her forehead exactly as I'm doing, just like... You stopped one of their heists and you robbed them. <laughs> I would kill you if this was my guild. And she just kind of, she just has a little moment to herself. But then the damage is done and um, they they continue on. But she just looks, she's like, oh, we're dead.
3: We're she's, dead. Like, she we're looks, dead. she's like, she looks, she's like, she She pats a couple of the pouches hanging from her and she's like, treasure hunter.
4: She's just, boss is just like, we're dead. We're
3: dead. <laughs> and then she Maybe bundles I'll her do? cloak back oh over the pouches. Yeah.
4: Tin whispers um, to
0: Brummelstone, keep that copper piece safe. What time of the day
1: is it?
3: I'm going to say it's getting close to dusk. It's probably about 630.
1: I wouldn't mind sticking around um, like a little longer in case any of the other doppelgangers come back with information. If it would give you a chance to tune to the daggers.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, probably be easier for us to stealth after dark.
4: No, I think, I think we should just go, because we don't know if the docks close down when it gets dusky or anything. We don't know where Gideon retreats to. We can ask
3: Claiborne? Yeah, like They don't close. No, no, it's 24. It's, it's all time, 24 hours.
5: Where would a captain stay?
3: Well, they typically stay on their ships. I mean, captains <laughs> usually go all out on the captain's quarters.
1: I've been there. It's okay.
4: He has two families.
1: Wait a second. I should have been would also
4: voice Bossa would also voice her concern that, like, personally, nighttime is the hour of the thieves. You know, if you thought it was difficult to evade them during the day, during nighttime, it's it's their domain, as far as she's concerned.
5: Let's talk about the syndicate just a bit more, or what we know. Yeah. Are they a thief guild necessarily, or are they just like?
3: Well, if just... you're asking Claiborne, she says, I mean.
5: Does it sounded like they had their hands in everything? They were a bit of more of like a mob. That's even worse.
3: That's yeah. what it's. Yeah, it's it seems like from what I hear about them, they're involved in a bit of everything. Okay, that's
5: even worse. I do not know. If, I, don't, I don't. know if And she like,
3: looks around, and if nobody, there's no doppelgangers around, right? Yeah, no. Like she looks around, and she's like, "That's why sometimes I get worried about how much we say in front of the doppelgangers because." No they would be perfectly aligned with this kind of organization.
4: Vasa says, yeah, but I think now they love her more, and she jerks a thumb towards <laughs> Ertelby. I hope so. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 maybe we should just go now, because it's getting dark, and the, the longer we wait, the closer we get to one, the time that we have to leave tomorrow, and also, who knows, maybe Torns could be caught or something like that. Uh,
0: I think Tin would Even though she doesn't, normally she goes with Vasa's opinion on things, but I think she would would step up and say, I really think that if we were to come across these people, they will find us whether it's dark or dusk, and if that were to happen, I would rather you be attuned to your weapons.
4: Fair point, fair point. Um, I mean, Vasa is a little bit... uh she was trying to she was trying to be reasonable but at the same time she does want to kind of focus on these weapons so give me like give me 45 minutes (laughs) and then then you kind of just see her go off um into the hallway or something and she's kind of like pouring over the daggers (laughs) kind of folding them over her fingers and all that doing all these little knife tricks
3: Mm -hmm. yeah the thing that um Re- like so what the way they work is that once they're thrown you can use your bonus action to call them back and if you throw multiple daggers it only takes one bonus action to call all of them back at once but that is obviously a trade-off for someone like you who uses your bonus action a lot more than the other characters all right so you heading out yeah We're heading
1: out with a plus 10 stealth modifier for
3: each of us. Heck yeah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and give me your stealth rolls. (coughs)
0: Shame. Oh yeah, first roll of this episode.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone roll into the mic.
3: And we add 10. Yep. 29. Jesus.
0: 22.
1: Spot me now. 33. Wow. Um, And actually, so I meant to be a 26.
3: Twenty.
4: Damn. Yeah, those wrappings on those feet work. We like yeah. put the <laughs> little, like bunny Wool fur on his feet. <laughs> but it, in that a lot in the same vein of thinking, Vasa would have encouraged um Brummelstone and uh Claiborne to hide their features or to at least shift their appearance to not be so obviously in the same gear they were when they left the encounter.
3: Yeah, Claiborne yeah, takes he- her glasses off and squints. Like her monocle. She has a monocle?
0: If only you gave her a chance, reporter, uh-huh. you'd know that you'd like her.
3: <laughs>
5: nah. She, uh, because we stole those cloaks, too, so we would be using those as
3: <laughs> You're yeah. near unrecognizable. Yeah.
5: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! It just has, like, a gaping
3: Your color in. palette <laughs> curses. <laughs> if- All right, right. so the kind of veil of shadows, like all the shadows kind of peel off of the walls and pull themselves from underneath the furniture and kind of wrap around you, and then you all move without a sound down the hallway, through the alleyway, through the streets. No one seems to be paying you any attention, and then once you get into the uh, port area, you're able to... You each take your time and take your own approach to the situation. Maybe some of you guys... Um, walk behind someone and just slide right past them maybe you actually hop over something when no one's looking but one by one you each make your way into the port area port area looks just as busy and cumbersome as when you first saw it when you arrived in Koznik, except for one slight difference there are engineer dwarves that look like they're aligned with the brotherhood of iron all over the place not only that But the thing that really catches your eye, um, there are two of them walking around, and they... So, they don't see you, but walking towards you is a mechanical contraption of terrifying proportions. It stands over 12 feet tall, covered in gears and exhaust pipes that billow out steam with every movement. Vaguely humanoid in shape, its massive feet crash into the ground every step of the way. Its arms are covered in cables, each one ending in a restrictive, overbearing hand. A dome of dark emerald colored glass sits on the top. On its back is a large container with two valves on the top and an intimidating device on the side that looks to Vasa to be a locking mechanism, though not one she would ever want to try picking.
1: Is it a Gundam? That was that was early <laughs> asking that. No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm just genuinely curious. Is the like the locking mechanism something that a human could open and fit Right, inside? yeah, so
3: yeah, you're assuming that there's someone in there piloting it essentially.
1: Oh, okay. yes, uh, continue, yeah. continue.
3: No no, um it so there, there's one off. kind of walking towards you but it doesn't see you. And there's another one off to the side kind of walking and looking around. I see it um, and then I I tug it bromas so I'm
5: like, I want when I grew up I want to look like that.
4: <laughs> um Vasa would have leaned over to Tin and says, I think that's supposed to hunt you. It can try. Like her eyes <laughs> draw meaningfully to <laughs> Tin's uh weapon, her her gun, and then back up at Tin into the the robotic contraption.
3: Yep.
0: Tin just kinda like shifts her neck and like it cracks and she's just like <laughs> Yep
3: <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so these large uh, mechanical contraptions walking around, obviously shaking everything as they walk by. People are in lines and they're agitated, but they're also very nervous. Uh, anxiety is high <laughs> in the area. But you guys stay in the crowd. You shift and move around and stay out of, this, uh, out of sight. Until you make it to your destination, which is. Are you Vogan? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Rogan. Oh my god. If
4: that's not the
5: name of
3: the episode. I'm Rogan. Let me write it down. God, that's. am Rogan. Honestly, that's a fucking t shirt. Oh my god. It's just like a like oh my Vasa. God. Yes! I'm Rogan. What are you guys trying to make your way towards?
4: Um, if we recognize Gideon's ship, we would head there first, probably.
3: Yep, still in the same spot. Yep. But everything's pulled up. Like, there's no ropes, there's no walkway, nothing like that. They have tethered themselves to the dock, So, but there's no natural... like they The walkways and stuff that are usually present have been pulled up, so it's like it's closed.
4: When you say it's tethered, is it tethered in the way that a normal ship is anchored?
3: On the edge of the uh, deck... There are large rings anchored in, and then there's ropes that they have hanging out. What they do is they throw them over the side, and then um, people who work at the port tie them into large metal hooks.
4: Perfect. We can scale those ropes. Yep. Let's do this.
3: All right. Who's gonna? Let's do some checks then. Just simple climb checks.
4: What? What does what that? What does that mean?
3: Yeah, they're athletic checks.
4: Does that mean strength?
3: Strength based. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh... Uh, yeah, baby. Okay. <laughs> That's not good for me.
3: Uh, Are we all good? Good thing on?
1: I've got these beefy arms. <laughs> I
4: got a, a
1: 19.
3: Nice. So, right off the bat, you see Ertlby just.
1: Hoo,
4: hoo, hoo. <laughs> she's a woman on a mission. She's,
3: she's killing it. Oh,
4: oh, no. Yeah, so, um. Vasa's going to try to lift herself up the rope, and her hands are going to slip really badly, but she's going to play it off as so if we are like, No, you know what? I'm just going to stay down here and uh, <laughs> keep an eye out. What'd you get? I got a two.
3: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Roberto got a four.
4: Piss of
5: Roberto. got a six.
0: So, you know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you guys.
2: <laughs> you uh,
5: all,
0: like, <laughs> I got
3: possibly jump and slip. Yeah. <laughs> I got a twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> so being and Tin just
4: What about Claiborne?
3: Uh uh Claiborne. Let's find out. Although honestly, if so Rummelstone doesn't make it, she's really probably not gonna try.
4: Wow, bad attached at the hip, huh? Velcro couple.
5: <laughs> D- to be fair, Rummelstone probably has huge cuts on his hand and would be like, I can clip ow! Ow. <laughs> a dagger well was she looks and she's bounce. like, I'm gonna go with him? Yeah, it's probably
3: for the best. All right, and then she quickly just power uh, power arms over <laughs> and over because <laughs> she rode really high. She just whew, just quickly ascends the rope.
4: Fasa tries <laughs> to look like she her pride isn't hurt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so um, you get on the deck of the ship. There's like basically like one engineer, and he's kind of leaned over the side, and um, he hasn't noticed you yet because the spell is still in effect.
0: I would say the, the engineer are... looks
3: familiar to Tin. Oh, <laughs> I don't. It's
0: see- your friend. The okay. Oh wait. Oh wait. The asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he saw you with
5: okay, Ray. You can see you're
0: good. Um, I'm gonna stealth past him. Basically, I'm gonna just be heading towards the captain's quarters because I don't want to be anywhere out in the open at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do.
3: All right. Um, I mean, there's no way he's gonna be able to find you, but I figured I'd roll anyway. Put, put uh, us
0: on. Can I just can I just like flick him off while I'm walking? <laughs> <though>? like- <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Drive by. <laughs> nice tin by um so yeah you make your way into the uh enclosed area of the falcon and then you find yourselves before uh, in front of the captain's quarters
0: i would turn to erdell erdelline and say grandma do you want to try sneaking in or do you want to announce our presence here
1: uh, Erdbee would turn to Claiborne and say, "Clayborne, do you want to try sneaking in, or should we announce our presence here?"
3: I say we sneak in if we can get inside the doors and then shut the doors. We control the situation a lot better.
1: Sounds good to me. Sure. Um. <laughs> so Erdbee would have spent a lot of time in this this room before. She wouldn't have noticed, like, a secret way in, would she?
3: For a (laughs) rat-sized person? Oh, no, no. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Basically, what this is going to require, it's going to require someone to open the door and make a non-buffed stealth check.
1: Well, it's worth a shot. I've got some pretty good dexterity. And so be tries opening the door
3: Alright, give me a uh, stealth check
1: <laughs> An 18
3: Alright, so uh, the door opens without a sound and you each walk in and then as you turn around um, Claiborne uh, shuts and locks the door and then one before you guys go in she says How, what's our approach? What's our style?
0: I didn't think this far ahead <laughs> No, you die. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I kind of like it's like Tin and Ernily having their own little mini adventure.
2: Right? That's
0: kind
1: of it's so fun. It's like, hey, Grandma, how have you been? You know, we don't really talk. So. <laughs> I've always admired you. Whatever your name is again. <laughs> oh! No, Ertelby loves Tan. Um, so, uh, here's what Erlby would say. She'd be like, I tried pretending to be crazy. That didn't work. I tried pretending to be dead. That didn't work. I think we should just be honest with him. And also I- mention the fact that we saved his life.
0: I agree. And I think if we try and make it sound urgent, which it is, then maybe he will forgive us intruding upon his quarters.
3: Are we going to let him open the door if he wants?
0: The door to the quarters?
3: Like, what if he shouts for help? Like, what if, I mean, how in control of the situation do we want to stay now that we're in here?
1: To be honest, I see him now as a close friend. He even signed my book. So, I say we let him... We let him do what he wants. Agree. He- I think any time we try and control
0: the situation with him, it
1: ends badly for
3: us. <laughs> All right, so- Literally
1: every time we've tried that.
3: <laughs> At that point, Claiborne kind of relaxes and she walks over to sit by the window. Like, she's going to be a presence in the room, but she's not going to... Like, she, she, you could tell that she really wanted to, like, strong-arm it. Um, And she's like, okay, okay. okay. And she kind of pulls herself out of the situation and goes and kind of sits to the side
0: Uh, um I think Tin would look to Ertleby to see if she wanted to say anything or announce their presence um
1: Ertleby would uh serious face on go to the bedside of Captain Gideon who I presume is in his room
3: yeah so he's in his room um he's a man that doesn't believe in sleeping um While tethered to uh, society's
2: norms, (laughs) so
3: he's just got one light sheet protecting you um, from the truth, (laughs) which is Gideon. Oh, Oh. (laughs) some little Gideon. Oh, hello. (laughs)
0: His (laughs) co-captain. His first mate.
3: I you tried saw to show like as straight faces as I could.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ooh. I <laughs> uh, we, we should you should probably not surprise him too much. <laughs> and she she goes over. <laughs> and she she starts shaking and being like Gideon, Gideon, <laughs> Gideon,
3: Gideon. Gideon. He, he wakes up and he's like, oh, And his I mean the the, the the sheet is dangerously close to disrobing him, but he gathers his uh, scents his and pulls them up and he's like, oh, What are you doing here? And he looks over and he's
2: like,
3: oh, What are you doing here? And then he looks over to Clayborne and he's like, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he sits up and he's like, Which one sent you? Uh,
1: Gideon, Gideon, relax. We we just spent like 10 minutes discussing whether or not we were going to tell you some ridiculous story. And it occurred to us that we've always had no luck doing that. You always <laughs> see through us. So this time we are the straightest of shooters. Straighter he's just staring cold, at, cold at
3: Claiborne like he's been expecting this.
1: Yes, we are going to shoot straighter today than we shot at those lightning monsters that attacked us. It's us as friends. We're here as friends. I am your friend. Tim is your friend. Claiborne Tim. is your friend. Tim. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Wow. Tim is your friend. Everyone here is your friend. Um, what?
3: I'm, I'm glad did... you guys came, actually. I have business as well, but go ahead and go first.
1: Oh, I was just going to ask what my idiot son tried to steal from you.
3: Torrance is your son? Yes. Do you know where he is? I wish. He... He's in some real trouble.
1: I know. I saw him get murdered.
3: And He he doesn't know how to feel about that. He doesn't want to be like, good. But he's also like, good? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he's... (sighs) <sighs> what do you mean?
1: You tell me what your business is first.
3: Well, um, my business has changed. Um, Unfortunately, I was hoping to hire some people to help track down the thief that stole my cargo, but I'm suspecting that you are not for hire now.
1: No, honestly... I'd be very much for hire as long as, as part of the hiring, there was an explicit "do not kill this person" even though he stole something clause. I maybe don't also.
3: I don't want to want to kill the boy. I just need to know where he took my crate.
1: I have no idea. Your your son
3: help. snuck on this ship and took the giant crate.
1: Yes, the one that was going to kill us if we opened it and that you wanted security to find.
3: I, we differ um, on those facts, but uh yes, that crate <laughs> is the crate in question.
1: Well, it's nice to have confirmation of this thing i kind hey, of felt. Fact, probably where's your true wizard in my gut?
3: Where's your wizard? Because I've got some stuff to show him and maybe he can figure it out, because there's no there's, there's there's no one of any kind of magical competence in this city, I guess. <sighs>
1: he he then, had a well tin you go
0: can i just go and like carry Brummelstone back to the ship
5: <laughs> you could just, just open the dying. door
0: <laughs> okay
4: i'm going to i'm going to sneak out sneak, well, well, try and sneak down why w- why would you have to sneak out you're talking to the captain of the ship now he's accepted <laughs> your presence why do you have to sneak him in and out you're right. I just walk out
3: then. <laughs> yeah, so you walk out, you walk over to the side. Uh the engineer turns around. What are you doing here?
0: None of your damn business.
3: <laughs> and he moves, he's a captain. <laughs> he runs in there. <laughs> yeah, so you get to the side and you peek uh you look over and I don't know how um the um landlubbers will take it, but you're just kind of like blazingly out in the open.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, can I I can't go back to being stealthy?
3: <laughs> no, it's Wait, wait! you came out, and you, I thought you came out, like, no, not the land, no, I'm you're... sorry, I'm trying to be clever. Uh, I don't, Vasa, uh. I should say it a different way, Vasa, uh, Brumblestone, and Roberto, you see Tin look over the side, oh. and you heard her can talk.
0: I... <laughs> okay, can I just be like, hey, Brumblestone, try coming up again, and if not, I'll just try coming and getting you,
2: <laughs> right?
4: <laughs> we need you on the ship. O- okay. Well, why can't you just ask Gideon to like freaking open the ship's door or that thing? Yeah. Like, why? He's the captain. of the ship. We don't want to draw attention to ourselves, right?
2: D- this is doing it. just Please shouting stop over the diners. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be super stealthy about this,
0: guys. I cannot repeat how
4: important
0: what? it is be but quiet.
4: says, "I hate to say this, but I think that ship has sailed."
2: Oh Brummelstone
5: and ben, Roberto hear none of this because we're finally having that brother heart-to-heart. Heart. Yeah. Roberto's very reluctant, but of course he can't stay mad. Aww. Um, okay. Bro, bro, I would never leave you like that. I'm sorry,
3: man. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I, I understand now that you have biological needs that, that you know... Clayborn looks f- flustered and kind of... Oh, no, she's not down there. Good, good. No. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, about that. tin
0: size. And it's just like nobody listens to me, it's like I'm like the messenger or something, because <laughs> her background. Oh, anyway, so she turns and walks back to the captain, and is like, "Just lower your stupid thing so they can get on board."
3: And he's like, "I'll have to wake the crew up then."
0: No, okay. Oh. And I walk back out, and I'm like, "Just stunk back on."
3: All right, I'll try to climb
5: on the shit.
4: All right, Vas is gonna. Hope so that she doesn't fail at again
5: okay um, yeah
4: I'm just as put
0: out by this as you all are too so
5: Marto <laughs> got an 8
0: Marto got an 8
5: <laughs> 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 I got a 16 <laughs> I, I, we, we,
0: <laughs> cool we only needed the dwarf anyway <laughs>
4: broken and she's just like mumbling excuses she's like my hands hurt i just practiced too much the daggers i just can't climb right now
3: yeah Bremelstone ascends
4: cool
0: Bremelstone, follow me and then i just kind of i let lead him into the room and i do a dramatic bow and like everyone happy (laughs) and then i just go stand in a corner
3: (laughs) so uh you walk in and you see a uh and naked, but carefully covered, uh, Captain. Who's like? And Captain as soon as you Gideon. walk in, like, he's kind of like, he's kind of like his legs are kind of spread, but he has the sheet kind of covered around his waist. And he's like, Brummelstone, I am so glad to see you. Uh,
5: so I, I, Captain, I hear my knowledge can be of use to you.
3: Yeah, and he starts to stand up, and there's like a, your heart races for a second, and, uh. Either anticipation or fear. I don't know where you guys are at with him. A little bit of both. <laughs> um, but he, he keeps the uh, blanket around him as he goes and uh, finds a very uh, fancy, uh, essentially like a bathrobe to throw on him. And he says, yes, we need. I, I need your expertise over anybody else's over here. And he walks you um, down to the cargo area. You go down there and he points out the spot where it should be. And in its place, you see a 10-foot diameter circle that has, is covered in sigils uh, all around the area. Yeah. And it's all chalk. And, like, not only chalk, but, like, your eye notices it's rare chalks. Like, it's, it's certain—it's not just, like, he, he grabs some, child, um, some sidewalk chalk. <laughs> it's, like, carefully uh, ground-together Oh, I got the shit from Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> there's even there's even flecks and speckles of uh gems
5: um i would maybe do an arcana check
3: yep yep 22 so this looks to be a teleportation circle the fact that you can still see some of the spell components on the ground uh means that either something went wrong or maybe he's not as good at casting the spell as he should be. Um, it could go either way. You're not really sure which one to make of it. but Because um, when you cast that spell, all of the components get consumed. And this particular spell, what it does is it opens up a portal. The circle disappears, and a portal takes its place. And he says, I don't know what the hell this is. But all I know is that I came down here, and I found... And he looks around. Is be with you guys?
1: Yes, I'm here. Hello.
3: <laughs> okay, so he does not say what he's going to say. He, uh, he's like, and I found that young man down here. Oh, the, the The crate was gone. He's got his hands covered in some chalk, and then he takes off on me.
1: With well, this is very weird because this looks complicated. And Doran's wild Charming wasn't exactly the sharpest spear in the pack of relatively dull already spears. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Brumbleston would relate. Yes, the magic looks poorly performed, to say it politely. So his package may not have intended, landed where it intended it, but it teleported off where it's
3: at. That's a good question.
1: Could he have teleported himself, too?
3: No, because I caught him in the middle of it.
1: Where could he have learned something like this?
3: Well, as far as I know, he's a bard, isn't he? Yes. It's especially interesting to uh, Brummelstone, because most of the... Your orb is your material components for most of the time. Yeah. So, like, you, you're basically... When you use your orb, you're calling magic from a different time. Yeah, so, like, the idea that he had to actually scribble and scrawl... Like, you're familiar with that kind of magic, but on your world, that's, like... Ancient magic. It's what they used to do.
5: Old school. Long division magic.
3: You yeah, that? yeah. He's showing a calculator.
5: His <laughs> <laughs> um knowing that, like, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily how it works. Could Problemstone figure out anything from it?
3: We get a twenty two right? Yeah. So the way that a teleportation circle works is that it goes and opens to a specific destination. So so basically, you're linking teleportation circles together. He couldn't have just like said, I wanted to go 400 feet this way. Boom. Okay. Like, yeah, it has to go to someplace that was waiting for this. Gotcha. So, you, I mean, there's a lot. of. I don't want to force a conclusion on you, because there's a lot of ways this could go down. But what it means is that if he was casting this, he pr- he would most likely have to have a teleportation circle set up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you can like star sixty nine that shit?
1: Yeah, I agree with Roberto.
5: Oh right, I'm not here. <laughs> Sorry, Roberto actually isn't physically there.
1: Oh, never mind. I just <laughs> thought of was Roberto, and he said, "Could we not star sixty nine that shit?" <laughs>
4: She's a uh, druid, and she doesn't know it. Also, she's telepathic, and she doesn't yeah. know it.
5: <laughs> that sounds like Roberto.
3: But teleport <laughs> The one thing that's nice about Teleportation Circle, it's really hard for the magic to be screwed up in a way where it doesn't get where it goes. Like That's okay. one of the best parts of using a Teleportation Circle. It's reliable. But there's a good chance that wherever it went is where he wanted it to go.
5: So, I would... Turn around after, you know, CSI-ing it. So the package is most likely where Torrens wanted it to go. So the best way to find your package is to find Torrens.
1: But w- why were the components of the spell not absorbed? Didn't that imply that something went wrong?
3: Do you want to give it another check and try to further investigate it? Yeah. Twelve.
1: Wolverine, uh... Uh B, that's my character's name, is also going to investigate. Okay. She gets a
3: thirteen. Those are both roles that are not good enough. I mean,
0: can Tin throw in her Yep, yep. Investigate uh investigator or Arcana, I guess up it's to you. Eye, up to you. Um Now can you assist
5: in this where it like gives advantage in that one?
3: Yeah, she uh, someone could have assisted somebody else, yeah.
0: Does anyone want to assist me? <laughs> yes i will assist uh, no, you,
3: you have already gone so clay uh Claiborne's uh, like yeah I can give you a
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: yeah oh, she kind of basically sits, <laughs> yeah she um sits next to you essentially as you guys study it and kind of talk it out so
0: okay okay the first one is a 13. and then the second one is a 17.
3: 17. that's good enough actually so you're looking at it Trying to investigate it And what what it looks like Is that this teleportation circle Hasn't been used mm-hmm. And as you study it What you figure out Is that he had two of them laced Like he mm-hmm. intended maybe To come back to the ship At some point So maybe So the teleportation so circle He used is gone Okay The second one that he placed it Hasn't been used Right Claiborne, uh, suggests, "She's like, so maybe he was dropping it off one place and then going to another, and that one got interrupted. Okay. Which means, she kind of looks at it, if we could activate this, we could probably go where he, if he wanted to go there, he might be there now. That's where he's heading. Let's, let's give it a shot. Thanks for listening to episode 29, Roguing. If you'd like to hear the next episode now, consider becoming a member over at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Not only will you be able to hear the next episode right now, you'll also gain access to exclusive episodes, early access to lore and art, and even the World Walkers campaign guide. In the campaign guide, you'll find the custom races and classes we use for the podcast. You'll also gain access to new backgrounds such as the Tavern Aficionado and the Gunslinger, the same background that Erdlby and Tin use. Speaking of Patreon, I want to take a moment to announce that we just hit our latest goal, which means that I'll be launching a side podcast very soon called Colossus vs. the World, in which my brother Frank will be attempting to dominate the Marvel Universe with the Russian X-Men known as Colossus. He's determined to bring both hero and villain to his heel, despite the fact he doesn't read comics, hasn't really watched most of the Marvel movies, and his understanding regarding Russia is based purely on Rocky IV. I honestly can't wait until you hear it. If you want to keep up to date on this and any other World Walker news, follow us at World Walker's Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and like us at facebook.com slash WorldWalkers Pod. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com for the amazing music he constantly gives podcasters like me access to. And as always, a huge thanks to Sirenscape for the sound effects you heard today. Visit them at Sirenscape.com. The problem is that this spell is beyond your capabilities at this point. So?
0: It was all
1: for (laughs) naught. Why did we even try with the ladder?
3: No, no, no. no. (laughs) I'm looking up something real fast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my God. <laughs> I've uh, never been more demoralized.
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: you guys are stupid for doing so this.
1: I <laughs> got so far. <laughs> <on> <laughs> <the> <laughs> it
2: doesn't even matter.
1: One thing. Don't know why. It doesn't, doesn't even matter, matter. how hard, hard to try. To try. No.
3: <laughs> and what were you going to say, Ertleby? Uh,
1: Oh, Ertlebee remembered that captain gideon had two wives uh, and she read a lot of his documents um he had like two families right something she yep. read in his quarters Yeah. families uh like would also have with it an affiliated an address in Kosnix,
3: perhaps <laughs> <laughs> nothing in cosmic most of his journals were complaining about how, like, this wife was getting on him, and this wife wouldn't understand, and he wishes he could open up to them about his other families, because he thinks they'd all like each other, but, like, they're just not ready, they're not, like, yeah, he just kind of talked about how they just didn't get it. Sound
1: like Gideon. <laughs> it's
3: so hard to have two like. wives and two
5: families.
1: <laughs> People just don't understand. <laughs>
5: Sometimes I lie to one, and I wish I was lying to the
3: other. A a side note that might be interesting to you is that he doesn't talk about mistresses. Like he considers himself a family man. Mm. Like when he finds a woman, he commits to them every time.
4: He's two hundred percent the
3: family (laughs) man.
5: Is that what he calls Gideon's
3: crossbow? <laughs> <laughs> it's his anchor man, the oh. Jolly Roger. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> his anchor. Every time he, every time he drops anchor, he, he feels like he has to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> He's a family man. Wow.
1: Oh, I know something, 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 something. Watch some years fly right out the <laughs> window. Something, something, something. Remind myself how.
5: Trotzky. So oh.
0: Ted would like do like
1: a beat. Trotzky. So <laughs> <stop. laughs> one thing. I don't know why. why. It doesn't even matter how hard
0: you
2: try.
5: Oh,
3: oh my so god. She woke god. Up yeah, surrounded I was. By... I was fucking scared.
4: Wait. So she he woke up and she was surrounded by. Weapons well, of two, hers, or she had there's only weapons on the ground, and the rest of them we, were gone.
3: We
5: were in an inn, and I guess she had collected all their weapons and carried me.
3: <laughs> yeah, so like she got him to safety, then went back and took their shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: did you sell that shit? Because did it, yeah, we, we
3: didn't have time, but um,
5: let me say the <laughs> elephant fund <laughs> is going pretty well
0: oh. on my account. Oh.
3: Oh. Cool. Um something else just to give you guys a heads up. You can only be attuned to three magical items at a time. How convenient. I know, right? It's so shitty. <laughs> it's yeah, I wasn't even aware of like having to be attuned at all. So it's kind of I unless they did it in fourth, it's new to me too. I haven't I haven't
5: seen it. Yeah. Like it wasn't in three point five. It was like you cast identify and you're like that's what that does and you do it.
3: Yeah, it's in like the what? old editions, they were just like you actually had like like an RPG, like you had a head slot and you had two ring slots, and you had mm-hmm. like it broke it all down. Okay, it was very cumbersome. In this one, it's just like you have to spend some time with it. Mm-hmm. You got to it get to know better. it.
0: Want, yeah, wine and this dine it? You know? This one, this
5: yeah, you gotta give them names. Buy a dagger, and... dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> you want a dagger to come back? You treat it nice. <laughs> <laughs> put a ring
2: on it <laughs> one
5: thing oh my god that song's gonna be stuck in my head for the rest of the night now
1: thank
5: you <laughs> Keep design, yes. trying, to time.
1: this is what comes out of urtlebee and tin adventures just <laughs> <singing>. karaoke night
0: <laughs> yay anyway here's wonderwall <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>